Hello, you're listening to season four of the Achieve With Me podcast. This fourth series is a special interview series showcasing interviews with some hugely inspiring women and men who have a thing or two to share with you about building your career and becoming more confident. My mission as a confidence and career performance coach is to empower women like you to grow in confidence and stretch your comfort zones to get to that next level in your career on your terms. Without further ado, I'm very excited to introduce today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, my ambitious ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Achieve With Me podcast, the interview series. Now, today's episode, as you'll have seen from the title, no doubt, is all about the importance of core values within our lives and really understanding what our life vision should be. Now, I have got a fantastic guest joining us today. As you would expect, I have Magdalena Tatashevska. Magdalena is an entrepreneur, ICF certified coach and neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, also known as NLP. Some of you may have heard of that. With over 10 years of business and leadership experience in the technology space. In recent years, she has become hooked on spiritual science, studying astrology and human design, which she is currently using as a core tool within her coaching practice. Her current focus is helping women to thrive in their careers so that they live fully and authentically. Now, you'll be jealous of this. She lives in the gorgeous Barcelona in Spain and is always with her lovely doggy and work companion, Sando. After living, studying and working in five different countries across the EU, Magda's identity has been wildly influenced by various cultural blends. So it's going to be really fantastic today to get so many different perspectives from Magda. So really, really excited to get started with the interview. Welcome to the show, Magda. Thank you very much for the invitation, Rachel. Thanks oh, so you're much. so welcome. I know that we're going to get so much value from today's episode. Um, now, of course, I've done a little bit of an introduction about sort of what it is that you're doing today. Um, but I know that you have recently transitioned um, from the corporate sector. So I'd love to know a little bit more about your path from working within corporates um, to how you got to doing what you're doing today. Okay, yeah, sure. So maybe just to give you a little bit more information about like where I started. So I started in marketing. So that was really the beginning of my serious um, professional career. And then I started working a little bit more in like digital marketing as an account manager, then sales. And then this lovely opportunity arrived um, and I moved actually from Dublin to Barcelona, Spain, uh, also working for one of the tech companies. And then after a while, I was promoted to a manager role, managing a sales team. So yeah, it's been it's been a ride and it was very interesting experience. I definitely learned a lot throughout the journey. Um, and I would say like one of the main um, moments that really um, caused some kind of, I don't know, like this kind of shaking um, the situation started becoming a little bit shaky because I felt that I was not anymore aligned with what I was doing professionally. So I just felt, you know, I didn't have that much joy, maybe like satisfaction, 
things started not working for me as much. And I didn't really know exactly what it was, but I started having those kind of ideas of like, for example, going on a journey on my own. That's something that I never really done, you know, like before. And I remember that I booked uh, a trip to Vietnam completely on my own. To, oh my goodness, yeah, that is a long way. <laughs> <laughs> to join a group of strangers. Uh, and those were people like from all over the world and uh, I didn't know anyone. But I simply unconsciously started looking for some new solutions for myself or like, you know, like where shall I go next? And I had this vague idea about my values, a little bit of like a vision for life. But as I was like still you know, chasing a carrot in the corporate, like being involved with all of those projects, being, um, uh, I mean, <laughs> with the target uh, pretty much for, I don't know how many years, probably like seven years. So it was, I mean, it is a pressure, no? like being with, a, with the sales target for such a long time. I think I didn't really have much time to think clearly in a way, like what, what do I want to do, do next? And I just felt like um, the my professional life is kind of losing meaning for me mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something more valuable. So that would bring me more satisfaction, but I wasn't really clear on what to do. And then the next year, I actually decided to do even something even more um, crazy in a way. I decided to go to Tanzania and together with a friend and his friend, we uh, have we climbed the biggest mountain of Africa, which is Kilimanjaro. Wow. Oh, my goodness. What an achievement. Yes, it was very, very interesting because like, you know, unconsciously I was kind of looking for new inspiration, etc. And on the way to that, I mean, the peak, which is like almost 6K, I remember we like we were really struggling uh, mentally, physically, because this is like about six days of walking. You're sleeping in the tents. You are absolutely not having this comfort of like I don't know uh, delicious meals like you it was really cold you know so and also with the thin air once you go up um, you start having headaches you don't feel physically that well it's uh, it, it is exhausting so it was such a such a good adventure for me and like I remember that uh, maybe three four hours before reaching the top of the mountains I had this really sudden realization and that was really something it was like a like a breaking point for me in a way I realized uh, things that I was doing were not really serving me anymore and at that point I decided to take some action so coming back from the trip and it wasn't even easy to come back because imagine, I mean, that was March 2020. So when the pandemic actually started, I we weren't aware like of the, the whole uh, situation because we didn't have internet, etc. So after I came back and uh, I remember it, uh, it was a struggle uh, because the, the, the flights were cancelled and it eventually worked out uh, for the third time. So imagine I was also a little bit stressed <laughs> with, mm, the, yeah. with the whole situation of like, you know, having all of those flights canceled. When I arrived to Barcelona, I uh, I decided to, um, to reach out to a coach 
and start this whole um, awareness uh, process for myself just to kind of understand where am I heading towards? Like what really moves me in life? Um, what's my vision for life? I sense that I want to do something more meaningful, but I, I didn't have it clear. So it took me some months to really clarify. And then I, uh, I just kind of discovered, yes, I really want to help people. So I became a coach. I started tapping into various techniques, so more corporate ones. I'm ICF certified coach. Then I also realized that there is some um, therapeutic uh, tools which can also help me to, to deliver like this transformation to my clients. So that's NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. And also I've been always um, uh, drawn into spirituality. So I also mm. decided to tap into astrology a little bit more and human design and just to create my own methodology, which would, um, of course, serve my clients, help them with their transformation with, of course, at the very beginning with their awareness and then with all of the action steps and execution and uh, and the confidence. So there's lots of various things we can work on. So mm. that was my uh my that's been my path in the in the nutshell yeah you know, it's so funny because your journey is like a far more exciting version of the journey that I had <laughs> so I was I went from um working in corporate technology as well in sales uh, I was in a client manager role supporting um a sales team as well and I had a similar realization that it just didn't feel like it was meaningful the work I was doing and um you know there was like a bit of a, a misalignment in the values as to yeah. the work that I was doing and what I wanted to do but I didn't climb any cool mountains or have any like crazy journeys to realize that I think I just realized that when I was in the car one day on the way to a meeting but that's that's so so cool and I think that it's great to see um you know moving forward to, to sort of the present day it's great to see how you've utilized lots of different tools to craft your version of the best way that you feel to service your clients is because I know that um you know depending on the type of person that you want to help it's really really important to use a combination of tools so that's really really cool to know um so we talked about, um, very briefly touched on sort of towards the end of that story was about your journey to trying to understand your values. And, and, and I sort of mentioned the values again as well there. So if I was to ask you, for anybody out there who's thinking, well, yeah, you know, I think I know my values. I don't know. How would you know? How would one go about identifying what their values were? Yeah. So I would say the first step is really to like the person needs to reconnect with herself or himself. So it's nice to think of situations when, for example, we were so happy about something. So we can think about our personal or uh, professional achievements, you know, that, that just evoke those moments which really brought us so much satisfaction and we were like elevated and we were like, wow. And we still remember like so many details in relation to this situation, you know. So this is really 
kind of indication that something moved us, you know, and that was very important for us. Another thing is also to think of people who really, truly inspire us, you know, because if, if, for example, one of my role models is Martina Wojciechowska, she is like a journalist and adventurer, and she's really empowering women around the world. I know, I also see that, I mean, she represents so many of my core values. So for example, yes, this women empowerment, like really helping people because she's doing something super valuable for the world. Another thing, creativity. She is just like jumping from one thing to another. Recently, she also created her YouTube channel. Whereas maybe like five years ago, I think she said that she's not into those things, but then all of a sudden she just, you know, sends that urge that she really want to also, I don't know, reach, reach out to the high, bigger audience. And then one day she just decided to do it. Uh, she keeps creating new things. I have no idea how, where does she find like time for that? I have no idea about it, but uh, yeah. And also like, uh, for example, freedom, this is also one of my core values and this is really represented by her. Um, so I always like say to my clients, like people who ask me about those things, I say, Yes, try to reconnect to some previous experiences, moments that really brought you so much of satisfaction, but also think about people who really inspire you because there are certain patterns, you know, it's not very random that uh, we uh, connect a little bit better with those people and less with other people because they, mm, we connect, of course, like on the emotional level, that's for sure, on the mental level. So they, those people may... I mean, they need to represent something that's super valuable for us. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. When I think back to trying to work out what my own values were, that pathway between <laughs> really looking at what I was doing today versus trying to remember, like, if I was to ask myself, what was my best ever day at work? What happened on that day? Mm-hmm. And just small things like that, thinking, but what part made me feel like that? I'm really stripping it back down. I think that's such an underrated, powerful tool um, to really look into. And then also, I love the fact that you said, really look at who, who your role models are. Because so often when we see these people that we admire, we think, oh, goodness me, you know, I could never be like her. But then as you suggested, it's like we're drawn to them because we're like them deep down. It's just that we might not be expressing those characteristics or skills or values yet. Mm-hmm. So in a way, you're actually doing yourself um, a disservice by not working out what your values are because you're not really stepping into your full potential almost, are you? Yes, yes, exactly. And um, I actually have had that even conversation today about being... Oftentimes people are just in this doing mode, you know, they're on the autopilot and I was there as well. It's not that this is something I have never experienced in my life. They are in this doing mode, being like in the comfort zone, not very happy, but at the same time, they can still live this life, you know, in a way. So it's not that they are suffering so much, but they are not really elevated. They are not excited about their mm, professional life. And in my opinion, this is a little bit of a mistake because I understand that we also have to 
make revenue. And especially if you have kids, like I have, I don't have kids yet. I only have a dog, right? So I always think like, okay, my responsibilities right now are not that super high, right? So I can afford to maybe for some time produce a little bit lower revenue because um, my responsibilities are not as high. But I think everyone even having a full-time job that maybe is not the best job ever, but pays the bills and everything can afford for like an hour and a half for something extra. It's either a course, something that they are passionate about and really apply the strategy of like small steps and step Mm -hmm. by step get to where they want to be in like those five, seven years, right? Thinking about the life vision. I I really think that 98% of uh, like people who we know can do that. I mean, there's also like very small percentage of people who may struggle like a lot. So maybe they have no time, but normally people do have time to really think a little bit outside of the box, go beyond their current doing and just tap into some exploration or like some things that really move them or they want to actually test, you know, the waters in a way. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. So when you talk about life vision and understanding where you'd actually like to be the first thing that springs to mind um from what you said about people that just kind of go through the motions and don't question whether they're happy or not is you know is what I'm doing today contributing towards that life vision probably not (laughs) in the case of a lot of people um but I just wondered for your process Magda if you're thinking about trying to help somebody to visualize what they want from their life or or step into that life vision how far forward would you go would you sort of say imagine where you'd like to be in five years or would you just say to somebody um what does success look like to you and and then ask them to to share that with you Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's a interesting question because I would say both questions are uh, really, really good. So what the success looks like, it's a good question because like we can more or less connect with, with the present moment and with the near future. If I ask, so, okay, where do you see yourself in five, 10 years? It can be a little bit difficult. However, I think it's nice to have this broad vision as well, you know, like just to know, because sometimes people give you those answers. Yeah, in 10 years, I definitely see myself outside of the city with my kids, with my dogs, with my family. And I definitely don't want to be in the office So I want to have this power to decide about my working schedule, about, for example, if someone really has this, um, like, I don't know, creativity is their very strong value. They also want to create their own business, being solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, etc. So this is also like, I would say, a valid question to ask. And I also asked this myself some time ago. And I think it's really helping me to, uh, to like build my strategies, you know, and I'm not like one of those people who maybe has everything, I don't know, scheduled, strategized in the Excel sheet. No, I I have done some uh, visualization. So I have like, for example, my vision for like where I want to see myself in one year that's on my wall. So I have it in my bedroom and I, 
kind of look at it every day. <laughs> but for example, I do not have it um, like done for like a five years vision or like 10 years vision. I just know it more or less in my head what I want. And I definitely want to live, I mean, from, from my business, from my own creation uh, in that time. Um, so I would say actually both questions are really valid because the first one, what the success looks like for you and like seeing yourself, it's something very, it's a good question to understand like, okay, so what do you want between now and like one year time maybe? But a long-term vision is also something nice to have because you can start getting ready for it. And for some people, it's not really possible to take uh, drastic moves because they, for example, they, I don't know, they need to, uh, they have some financial uh, responsibilities, for example, etc. But I mean, doing something every week or every month will definitely bring them to where they want to be in five years. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's a really important thing because when I think about how I visualize um, and really look at my life vision. Um, I've shared this on the podcast before, but one of the things that I obviously, you know, I, I massively lacked confidence in, in my earlier years, which is why I'm a confidence coach now, because I know, you know, the process that I had to go through to eradicate some of my fears and my insecurities. And for me, my problem wouldn't be being able to describe what success looks like the problem would be is that I wouldn't dream big enough so if someone said to watch your life's vision I mean it's it's changed massively in the last two years already because now I'm seeing oh my goodness me what truly could be you know available for me the vision's expanding and expanding all the time if I was to look forward two years that's easier for me to put my finger on because I feel like I've got a better hold on what happens in between now and in that two years. And I know there's part of this that is about sort of relinquishing that control. Um, so I know logically that's not the best thing to do. But honestly, my my vision for my dream life, I mean, I'm 32 now. If I were to think, okay, you know, where do I want to be by the time I'm 40, which is, you know, a, a reasonably um, upcoming milestone, that would be something that I could visualize. But then when I think about it from the perspective of, oh my goodness, but 40 is probably directly halfway through my career and my working life. Mm -hmm. So if I look at, oh my goodness, that would only be potentially like the middle of my game. Like my game has still got all that time to get better and better and better. And um, it's really difficult to anticipate what that life vision could be. So I think again, what, I guess what I'm trying to say and the reason that I use that example is sometimes we need to zoom out of the everyday and think, yeah, of course, right now you think that's not possible for you, but you know, you're only looking at this small portion of your life without really considering what could happen in between now and next year, the year after the year after that. And as we evolve as people, our, our visions change, don't they? Exactly. Uh, yes. And I really also recommend um, to people to keep those options like flexible. And I see some people in my environment who are like super flexible and they say, okay, so I want to do this in like three, four years. And then they change and this is completely okay. So, I mean, 
this is this is something that we are feeling in the moment but those things can evolve like we are actually changing every day like accordingly to some more spiritual people with each breath actually we are changing so imagine imagine like your idea your vision as of today which is the 5th of august and comparison to i don't know december 5th of this year can be very different and this is okay because this is what we maybe think in the moment we can change it anytime um you know like we really get inspired by different things we get to know different people who can also inspire us influence etc so i think it's nice to just have this vision but not to be really rigid with it you know in a way be like uh, i don't know maybe like a prisoner of this vision no i mean this is our life we can create it as we want to uh we are like the ceos of that of that in a way yeah i think that is such an important point because what you often see is people pursuing goals that they thought they wanted and then having this concept of like the sunk cost fallacy that they're saying well I've spent so so long doing this and I've also told my parents that this is what I want to do I've got to do it now and you think but you don't you really don't either there's so much time to pivot and change and you know retrain into either a career or a, a lifestyle choice that that suits the person that you are then because the person that made the decision could be wildly different to who you are today um and it's almost like we feel like because we've made a statement to the world to say this is what I want to do that we have to live our lives by that expectation and that is such a trap it's just it's something that a lot of people will remain miserable for forever all because they didn't want to say actually I've changed my mind now which is crazy to me (laughs) exactly and also to add on this it's we just have to make sure that this is our vision this is not the vision of our parents like our environment the society um yeah because this happens like pretty often that we just follow the suggestions and I know I mean I've been there as well so when I was picking my career I was like between psychology and then you know tourism with with business also like my father was pretty much against psychology because I mean his intentions were very good because at that time Poland like the salary was like really terrible like for fresh I would say a postgraduate. So the intentions was were good. I went direction, yes, business, tourism, marketing. And I kind of discovered that this is a little bit of like this soft form of psychology because there is so much also psychology in business. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, now uh, in the last two, three years, I'm like getting back to it. I went into coaching. Uh, I kind of start with other techniques that are also uh, therapeutical, NLP, for example. So in a way, I got to what I wanted, you know, at that time. It's hard to say what would have been better because we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Uh, but yeah, like once we are adults and we really decide um, about everything, we should just just be sure that we are kind of following our own mission vision and our inner voice that's very important yeah definitely and I think one of the challenges that people have is let's say that there's somebody that is really clear on the vision that they want for their lives and um what can often happen is it 
if things aren't going their way and if they don't feel like they're making as much progress towards that goal, towards that vision, um, it can feel difficult to maintain the vision. So um, I was just curious as to whether you had any tips for anybody who is struggling to to believe in the vision um, if things aren't quite materialising. Yes, and this is something that we actually, I mean, we compare to other people, we compare how fast they um, succeeded, like where they are at, where we are at. (laughs) So also what I have observed is like life is not so linear in a way, you know, so it doesn't mean, okay, we are the same age and like this person already has this revenue and my revenue from my business so much lower and we started at the same time. Oh my God, (laughs) you know, like what a disaster. (laughs) It's not really like that because it could be that we have already like, I don't spend so much time on learning on like creating different things that will materialize in a year. And maybe right now we are doing some things and some things are just, you know, not well paid yet. Or maybe we do certain things for free or maybe we are still struggling to get out there and just like show everything to the world. Maybe you are lacking, I don't know, marketing strategy. And those things can just boom in a moment. I mean, how many times I've heard from coaches that, for example, they they didn't really produce like revenue for the first six months of their business. And then all of a sudden, within one week, they got like five, six clients. Mm-hmm. So that was just one week, boom. And like they, they really, their situation changed drastically in a moment. So I really just encourage people to to really trust in themselves and also be patient and not to compare so much to other people. Of course, learn from other people. I think this is so important that instead of being uh, comparing ourselves and wasting so much energy on that, because we may feel like frustrated in the moment or just like unhappy with ourselves and just like all of a sudden the whole day is ruined. (laughs) Just think like, okay, so maybe I can also, I don't know, create the podcast for my business or maybe I can also try Instagram. I mean, I thought maybe it wouldn't work for me, but I may actually create it and let's see what happens. You know, so also benefit from from those successes because Mm. uh, I think oftentimes this frustration comes from, um, yeah, comparing ourselves to others. Yeah. So I suppose if somebody is kind of looking at that vision, um, first of all, the analogy that I love is um, looking at the seed underground and looking at all the progress that the seed's making. It's not quite broken the surface yet, but it's about to, and it's made so much progress. It's just that you can't see it yet. Um, But I think that for people that have this vision and they they don't feel like they're they're seeing any hints to suggest that things are going to come up, Asking themselves, you know, what's working? How can I do a bit of a debrief and look at what's making me happy at the moment and whether this still feels like the right goal? Because mm-hmm. that's another thing to consider is, you know, maybe you're, we've talked, we've just been talking about how fast we evolve and change. Maybe that isn't even what you want anymore. So really just evaluate, take that time to reflect. And exactly as you say, bring awareness to what your values are and how you want that life vision to evolve because it's really important to to keep checking in with that and keep making sure that it's still current because we're the only people that are going to make ourselves happy are us and we're responsible for that every single day. Um, so to only 
to only check in on like New Year's Eve when you're making a New Year's resolution <laughs> without actually <laughs> thinking about like the bigger p- picture of your life um, is definitely a way that you're going to to miss out on some of the bits that are meant for you. Um, super interesting conversation and I've found it really valuable. Um, I'd love to sort of conclude the podcast, Magda, by asking you um, if you have one final piece of advice for our listeners that you'd love to share. Um, the final piece of advice, definitely don't give up on your dreams. Even if you don't have really right conditions to change your professional situation drastically in a moment, just apply the strategy of small steps. Do a little thing every single week. And I believe it will, um, sooner or later, it will it will pay off. As long as you are really following your heart, your intuition, your internal voice, if you have passion for something, really don't give up on it. Just try and um, test different uh, methods, um, really be creative and uh, just look at yourself and, of course, uh, benefit from what others do. But, um, but yeah, basically just trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. I absolutely love that. And I, I think that, you know, from the value that you've shared in today's podcast, there's probably a few listeners that are feeling a bit intrigued about the combination of tools and techniques that you use in your coaching. So um, where can people find you if they want to, you know, maybe follow you online? What's the best place to find you? Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely my website. And on my website, I have also short description about my methodology. So what kind of tools I use. Um, so this is phoenixcoaching.co. I also have Instagram under the same name. Um, and then like, it's pretty, it's a pretty fresh, uh, account. So I just started at the beginning of May and I'm also uh, present on LinkedIn under my full name, which is Magdalena Tatarczewska. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult to, to kind of, even there's so many different consonants in my surname, it's probably difficult <laughs> to find, but, um, but yeah, my website, my Instagram will be easier probably to find. Perfect. Yeah, I have to admit, I was a bit um, frightened to attempt the pronunciation of your name, but hopefully (laughs) I did an okay job. So what I'll do is uh, link up your Instagram website and LinkedIn on the show notes. So anybody who's listening right now is thinking, oh yeah, I want to have a look pop on there they will be in the show notes um and just one final thing i just want to thank you so so much for sharing your time and expertise today it's very very valued um and i know the listeners will love it as well so thank you thank you very much rachel for for the invite and also for having this very interesting friday afternoon conversation with me thank you so much you're welcome Thank you so much for listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. Now, if you are not already following me on social media, then it's likely that you may not be aware about the fantastic offer I have been putting out recently. I am so driven to reach as many women as possible to help them get out of this mid-year summer slump, boost their confidence and get their spark back. And because of this, I've been offering free 30-minute confidence booster sessions totally free of charge no obligation but what they aim to do is really help you lead the session with three key takeaways as to how you can begin to build your confidence so if this sounds like something that you'd love to explore 
follow me on Instagram. It's at Rachel Harriet Coaching. I'm also on TikTok now at Rachel Harriet Coaching Zero. Um, and you can connect with me on LinkedIn as well, which is just Rachel Gilfrin. I would love to hear from you. Have a great day.